time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Portrait of a honeymoon couple getting ready for a journey with a difference. These newlyweds have been married for six years and they're not taking this honeymoon to start their life, but rather to save it, or so Eileen Ransom thinks. She doesn't know why she insisted on the ship for this voyage, except that it'd give them some time. And she'd never been on one before, certainly never one like the Lady Anne. The tickets read New York to Southampton, but this old liner is going somewhere else. Its destination, the Twilight Zone. Episode number 119 of The Twilight Zone was Passage on the Lady Anne. And uh, Sean, th- this uh, has a little bit of uh, ironic timing uh, because uh, my wife Misty and I are going on a cruise in about, oh, about three weeks or so. Well, you guys seem to like each other, so you should be fine if this episode is any in- indication. Uh, it is. And, and I have I have questions about this episode. because Oh, I've got so many questions. <laughs> there's some, some weird stuff going on in this particular episode. I, I mean, you know, it's the Twilight Zone, so you could probably say that about every episode, but especially this one. I, I, I got some questions. I um, This episode, without the ending narration, is darker than every previous episode combined. It could be, and I, and I wonder, uh, you know, I, I didn't so look up any... any any trivia or anything for this episode? Uh, I wonder if maybe like the original episode was a lot darker, and they just decided to add in that uh, maybe it Sterling's narration to to make it not quite so dark. Ooh, I mean that was okay. Well, we'll get to it. I, I always skip ahead. Uh, yeah. So so you know, sort of setting up the story here. So you got like this uh, the, this businessman who's basically like um, the bone-itis guy from Futurama. <laughs> all, all he cares about is his business. He, he doesn't even doesn't even take time to get his bone-itis cured. Uh, he's on a on a trip uh, to London, or he's going on a trip to London, and his wife decides that uh, she wants to come with him. And uh, she like they, they're going over some options and uh, there's one ship that uh, it's the Lady Anne that uh, it's 13 days from New York to uh, Southampton, which to put things we'll in take perspective, that one. Yeah. To put things in perspective, the Titanic in 1912 would have made that trip in five days if it had made I mean, the, the, the boat from Gilligan's Island was a three day tour. It's a three-hour tour, yeah. Three-hour tour, see? Yeah. <laughs> even, even, even shorter. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure exactly. three-day tour. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure, you know, like, like when, when was this ship supposedly built? Were, were there people rowing it? <laughs> uh, but the whole, the whole idea is that, um, uh, you know, it's an old ship that's about to be retired. Right. Uh, which again is why I'm I'm like, literally, were there people rowing it? How does it take 13 days to get across the ocean? And I mean, a boat. So let's really put this in perspective. A boat that was going to be retired in '63, which you would imagine boats probably were kept on the water for as long as possible because we just went through a couple of decades of rationing. So oh, that's like, true. yeah. 
Like, uh, how old is this boat? <laughs> is it the actual Titanic? Well, well, I was about to say, you know, because I'm Mr. Titanic, and, and I just had this conversation with somebody that the Titanic actually had a, a identical sister ship, the Olympic, and it had another sister ship that that sank. So, like, two of the three ships sank. But um, so so the Titanic and its it, its sister ship, uh, it had a long career that lasted 25 years, and it was it was scrapped oh. in the 30s. Wow. And at one point, they mentioned that this ship is supposed to be 50 years old. So, I it's uh, it definitely seems like it it probably outlived its usefulness as a as a ship, especially if if it took 13 days to get across the ocean. When was the when was the <laughs> when was the sinking of the Titanic? 14? That was 19, That was nineteen twelve. Nineteen twelve. So it would have been built, or at least christened, if it was fifty years. This is sixty three. It would have been christened the year after the Titanic sank. Yeah, but but I mean, the Titanic had, a, had you know, assuming it could actually make it across, uh, which it didn't, but uh, <laughs> assuming it could make it across, it could. It, it was a five day, it was a five yeah. day trip across the Atlantic. So I'm not sure. I'm not and sure that was how 50 they, years prior. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how they get to, to 13 days. Like, do they stop every stop once a day? <laughs> <laughs> I just assume they went slow as a part of the gimmick that it was like a honeymoon cruise or something like that. I, I you see, you're you're putting uh, you're you're putting like like actual realistic marketing <laughs> and as we find out you know the 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 bonitis stricken lee phillips um you know he never has enough time for you know the the good the good things in life so you know this is this is a great way to to do it i guess take a take a yeah. voyage take a route and spend uh two and a half times the 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 time on it that the titanic would yeah, so so as they're about to get on the uh, the boat, they run into a couple, and um, like the the couple is like they're they're weirdly sort of like standoffish, like they they don't want him to get on the ship. As a matter of fact, I think he gives he he offers them like ten thousand dollars not to get on the boat. That was and I that was actually a, I, I thought a great a great scene because like it you know added to the atmosphere, added to the confusion, the mystery, etc. That you don't really see too often. Like I think. Just by virtue of the fact that we're living 60 years later, a lot of these storylines have been, you know, they are telegraphed. I don't know that this mm -hmm. necessarily was. Yeah. I, and let me just say this right now, since uh, my wife and I are going on a cruise ship in, in about three weeks. If anyone wants to offer us $10,000 to not get on the boat. Sold. Sold. A hundred percent. And that's. And that's you know it's it's ten thousand dollars in nineteen sixty three money so yeah <laughs> the, the price may be a little bit higher now but but I, I heck I would even take ten thousand well you know that I'm looking uh, uh, looking it up it is yeah I mean sold it's basically ninety six thousand eight hundred and twenty two dollars and twenty two cents today oh yeah and and another uh, couple weeks of inflation it'll be it'll be over a <laughs> Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> so they, uh, they, uh, they, they, uh, they refuse the, uh, the $10,000 and they just think that, oh, you know, this, they, they just don't like Americans. So that's why they don't want us on, on their boat. Right. Yeah. Uh, which again, probably not worth $10,000. 
Yeah, I mean, you could probably buy a house for $10,000 in 1963. You, you, you probably would. If nothing else, you could get a, a great down payment on a, on a, on a mortgage. Absolutely. Or a, or, or a down payment and uh, buy some points, too. Uh, <laughs> whatever you want to do. Or a spaceship so, from Forbidden Planet. <laughs> you probably could buy this spaceship from Forbidden Planet. Which, by the way, that uh, spaceship does not factor into this episode at all. So, <laughs> not at all, surprisingly enough. Yeah, it is one of the rare Twilight Zone episodes that does not involve the ship from Forbidden Planet. <laughs> do you think that like there was like a like a script uh a script meeting and they're like, okay, just I know we've done it a lot, but stay with me. <laughs> if he says get the forbidden planet scene out, I'm gonna lose my mind. We've already <laughs> done it four times. Like everybody, that that's just what the entire writing staff, they would just Constantly roll their eyes at Rod Serling. Really, they're going to whip out the the Forbidden Planet ship again. So we open on the Forbidden <laughs> the spaceship from Forbidden Planet. Do we so, have the shirts from Death Ship? Yes. Okay. Great. So uh, uh, Alan, uh, the the husband, is that guy because he spends like the entire first half of the trip complaining about how long it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, so so, so he's like. You know, he's constantly rubbing it into to his wife. Oh, you know, I'm so glad we're spending 13 days on this uh, <laughs> on, on this cruise. Just, just constantly to the point where if I were his wife, I would have thrown him overboard. But Eileen is a, is a, is uh, you know, she she uh, she could be a saint. <laughs> she truly is. That's that's what I really identified with um, with Alan. Um, because I mean, even I, I went to see Weird Al in concert uh, mm -hmm. on Friday, and um, he's on on this tour. He's doing like all the quote unquote unpopular songs, <clears throat> and there's the song that he does called Albuquerque, and it's it's 11 minutes long, and in mm -hmm. the middle of it, he forgot the how it ended, so he started over, and I was I've never been more annoyed in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I paid money to to, to have second row seats to 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 Weird Al. Awesome show, awesome show, one of the best I've ever seen. But I was annoyed because like there is a he fully committed to a very good bit wherein he started over an eleven minute song halfway through, making it sixteen minutes long. Do, do you think that was intentional or? or uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It oh, was okay. definitely intentional, which made me even uh, more annoyed. <laughs> because you know he probably does that at every single show. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I I met Weird Al once actually. He's uh, he couldn't have been nicer. He I from everything I've heard, he is he is the nicest guy in the world. And uh, my God, the voice on him, the musicianship. His entire band, if you if you can catch him, highly recommend it. He is unbelievable, unbelievable live concert. Uh, yeah, I've never seen him in concert, but uh, ironically, like uh, when I, when I met him, um, I was at the Tribune Tower in Chicago, just waiting for somebody. Yeah, it, it wasn't actually when I was working there; I was waiting for somebody, and uh, he came in, and I would have assumed that he was there for like an interview or something. Yeah. But he's just like looking around at, at all the things in the Tribune Tower lobby. And eventually he like kind of comes up, you know, as he's looking around, he kind of comes up beside me and I'm like, so you're either Weird Al or you look exactly like him. 
<laughs> and, and he, he says, no, I'm, 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 I'm weird Al. And I'm like, oh, I, I really enjoy your work. And I think because like, I didn't like freak out or anything. Like I wasn't yeah. like, oh, take a picture. He's yeah. like, oh, here's my family. Here meet my wife. And that's so cool. And everything. And uh, so, so yeah, even, even though I didn't get a, a, a picture with him, I had, I had my little moment with weird Al. Oh man, that's, that, that's worth so much more. That's so cool. I, I, I love that guy. I, I, I think so. And, and like literally the, the, the lobby was full of people. So I was very like conscious of, I'm not going to say anything to him because if they see, you know, yeah. me taking a selfie with him, they're, they're going to be like, Oh, Hey, look, it's weird Al. Cause he's somewhat distinctive. Dude. I felt so bad. I was, um, I was flying to uh, Philadelphia somewhere. I don't know. Another city that's not Huntsville, Alabama for work. And um, <clears throat> DJ Qualls from like Road Trip and The Man in the High oh, yeah. Castle. Um, if you don't know his name, you know, if, if you see him, was sitting across the bar and I like sat down by him and I was like, I'm really sorry to do this, but are you DJ Qualls? And like, we we're talking and stuff. And then unfortunately, like one person overheard us and then another person overheard them. And then and it just turned into a shit show. And I've, I've never felt more, I've never felt so bad because they're just human beings and they want to like, just get on a plane with that and like scroll through their phone. Like, that's all <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause, cause especially when, when I asked him if he was, if he was there for an interview, because I, I just assumed yeah. he was, because yeah. you know the radio station's right there, and he goes, "Oh no, we just saw the building and thought it looked really cool, so we stopped in." So God, what a like, guy! What a guy! Uh, so he, believe it or not, Weird Al was not the entertainment on the Lady Anne. <laughs> uh, he could have been not too far away from when he started. No, that that's true. Uh, so basically, the the uh, the husband and wife they they. They're they're basically fighting the whole uh, the whole trip, and eventually at one point they kind of not so subtly say, "Hey, maybe when this trip is over, we'll uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll you know sign some paperwork and not be married anymore." Yeah, uh, it, it's the '60s, so they're a little bit more subtle than that, but uh, <laughs> they, they do say uh, that. <clears throat> the um, I so I had to start this episode over because I fell asleep watching it. But does she does um. Eileen, I think her name is. Um, yes. Does, does she tell multiple people that they that she hasn't slept with her husband in six years, or is it just the the one group of people? She, she does. I was I was going to get to that. She does basically tell everybody she meets. Like, um, keep it yeah. cool, man. Like, <laughs> let's find the root of the problem together. Don't broadcast our issues to strangers. <laughs> well, and and. Uh, I, I don't think she mentions that when he's around. I think it's always no, you know. it's always fine. Both times I, I saw it, he uh it was without him in frame. I mean yeah, we're yeah. on the boat 13 days. All yeah, you, you got all the time in the world to talk and work. And and, and uh she does actually mention that they've been married six years, and you think that, that would have come up at some point before now. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, she mentioned since their honeymoon. Yeah, and, and and they've been married for six years. So for, first of all, again, Eileen, uh, the the patience of a saint. Uh, uh, of course, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. Just don't talk to Toby and Millie about it. Talk to me, <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. Alan Ransom. Yeah, we, we don't we don't even hear her mention it to him. Uh, is is their last else. name? 
Is their last name a, a, a sly pun at him taking their sex life for ransom while he goes out and makes money in the business world? Uh, could be. <laughs> I, I, I think it, I think it's a little bit of a stretch, but... Uh, nah. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, maybe after six years, he must be holding her for ransom. There you go. <laughs> there you um, go. We workshopped it. We workshopped it. We got there. Uh, so uh, Millie and Toby, who are the uh, the people who are kind of, uh, you know, kind of jerks to them at the beginning, trying to keep them <laughs> off the boat. Um, so so they explain that, uh, you know, the, the Lady Anne is 50 years old and, and the, you know, they, they, they do notice uh, that everybody on the ship, uh, they're, they're all the olds. Like they're they're all very old people on the ship, except for except yeah. for them. Uh, and uh, so basically, Millie and Toby kind of explain that hey, these uh, uh, you know, all these people they're the regulars from the Lady Anne. Like they they hadn't yeah. actually had any any new passengers in in fifteen years, and so um, you know. All, all of they're their own little tight knit group, and and they weren't uh, they weren't anxious to have new passengers. You can't sit with us, yeah. <clears throat> say, say Toby and Millie. Yeah, uh, this seat's taken. Um, <laughs> but they do say uh, after after uh, Eileen just you know is constantly telling them, hey, uh, my husband and I haven't uh, you know haven't uh, haven't done anything in in six years since our honeymoon. Uh, they do say that hey you know the the lady Anne, she does uh she does you know bring some spark back to the uh relationship sure and uh and sure nothing else to do for 13 days <laughs> exactly you just, just play out shuffleboard of again no thank you <laughs> um so like they they uh you know alan and ellen eileen they they have kind of uh kind of a moment where they're they're you know they, they kind of stop fighting and they're like, Hey, maybe this isn't so bad. And then at that moment, Eileen disappears. Yes. As, yeah. as, as tends to happen in the twilight zone. And uh, so, uh, so Alan is, is searching the whole ship and basically everybody's remarkably calm about the fact that she's disappeared. Like you would think that would be a big deal. Yeah. Uh, people are, people are falling off of uh, cruise ships all the time. I, again, did I mention that uh, I'm going on a cruise in three weeks? Um, Everybody's just like, ah, happens all the time. Yeah. So, so I think at one at one point, uh, uh, Toby and Millie are like, oh, you know, it would be virtually impossible to fall off this ship. Uh, apparently, not aware of the laws of physics, and uh, so you know, he he basically just kind of goes to the bar and and you know has a drink, and eventually. Uh, he goes back to the room and, and sure enough, his wife's there, um, you know, looking to make up for lost time for the past uh, six years. And, uh, you know, uh, so eventually they go to dinner with uh, with uh, Toby and Millie and, and the rest. And, and then the, the captain comes in and there start to be like cryptic conversations about like, hey, have you told them yet? Yeah. And uh, uh you know, so eventually, as things are uh, going on, you know, the captain like sits down and talks to them, and it's like, "Hey, you haven't told them yet," <laughs> and uh, nobody really knows what's, you know, no one really says anything. They're just like, "Oh yeah, we'll talk about that later." And then eventually, the 
you know, the captain goes and does his thing and comes back and he's like, hey, it's time for you guys to leave. All this happens, by the way, like the last five minutes of the episode. Like yeah. for an hour long, I don't, I think that there there's a lot of potential here, and I don't understand why. If they even waited thirty minutes into the episode to kind of clue the audience in that, like I, I'm assuming these people are ghosts, and they've they have the luxury of living out their lives on a on a ghost ship, uh, in perpetuity with you know in in a, in a in deep throes of passion with with the person that they plus spend the rest of their life with um if we just got a hint of that like 30 minutes into the episode that that'd be great but like now it's just the, a little whispers between the captain and, and the table that they're sitting at uh like literally 55 minutes into this episode yeah and and obviously alan is a little uh a little freaked out i mean eileen actually seems to just be sort of rolling with it yeah uh, well she's but... she's happy <laughs> uh so you know like he is he's kind of like putting up a fight but he actually kind of just goes along with it yeah uh, you know considering the fact that the captain literally says hey we put all your luggage in a lifeboat and and now you need to to get in and get off the ship too it seems like i'd, I'd be a little more freaked out by that but they so they actually go along with it pretty easily Let's get to how insane this ending is. How insane and terrifying this ending is. First of all, the fact that they just go along with it, like you said, is insane. Yeah. Second of all, I think I've mentioned the documentary in the book that I've read on the USS Indianapolis. There, mm -hmm. there are no words to describe how dark it gets on the ocean at night. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, like on on the. Uh... Uh, the cruise uh, we went on for uh, for our honeymoon a year ago. Uh, that was, um, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's like was that in really a great cool. lake or on the ocean? No, no, no. It was it was in the ocean. It was in the Caribbean. And um, oh my gosh, like it, it's equal parts really cool and also yeah. completely like if you stop and think about it, kind of kind of terrifying that there are times where you'll look out there and there's literally nothing for. As far, literally, as far as the eye can see. Yeah. And it's like, so the the captain, et cetera, basically gets the ransoms off the ship uh, into a lifeboat with all their stuff. And they're like, don't worry, um, your position's been radioed and, you know, someone's going to pick you up. I don't care if it takes 45 minutes. That's going to be the most 45 minutes, uh, uh, the most stressful and terrifying 45 minutes of my entire life. Um sharks uh do we panic um, like when was the last drink of water i had krakens here 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 there be <laughs> monsters like it is that is the one of the most terrifying scenes in the in, in all of the twilight zone and it was completely unintentional yeah um and, and like third you know the 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 people back on the ship they're they're waving and like hey it's just so great to see and you and the ransoms are also totally cool. I'm like, you guys have no guarantee you are going to be picked up by a cutter like except, in a few hours. Except like the the ships the ship's officer that just pointed a gun at you and told you to get in the lifeboat says, Oh yeah, by the way, your position's been uh, been radioed. Also, you have a newfound love for having sex with your significant other. You're gonna do it once or twice in that lifeboat. Something's gonna get punctured. 
I, you know, it's a, it, I, I think it's a, it's a wood slash steel life. Oh, true, 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 true. There's only, there's only, there's only two of you in there anyway. It's, it's going to be riding high in the water. Yeah, you, it wasn't. You're good. Oh, it'll be especially, right now. Especially, I, I don't know if uh, if they actually told them it was going to be, you know, like Rod Serling in his narration says it was like a couple hours later. I don't, I yeah. don't know if they knew they had that much time. So yeah, they, true, they, true. They, they may have because saved that just, for the rescue ship. Because they believe the captain to the point where they're totally cool just being kicked off into a lifeboat. Is this the first episode where we've actually talked about sex in one in like 115 episodes um i'm thinking it, it might, is it might be the only time the twilight zone ever talked about sex yeah it it took it took uh most of the way through the uh the the season of hour-long episodes oh with God. sex to come up in the twilight zone it was funny i was i was actually so happy with the the previous episode um that i was like Oh, okay. I, I could deal with like a handful more. And then of course there's only one more after this. one. <laughs> and then you were really happy. Cause you're like, Oh, what? And I was super happy. <laughs> <laughs> Cause ladies and germs, this season has been a slog. I think we can all agree. Yes. Not even Burt Reynolds himself will save us next week. The lady Anne never reached port after they were picked up by a cutter. A few hours later, as captain Prothero had promised, the Ransom searched the newspapers for news, but there wasn't any news. The Lady Anne, with all her crew and all her passengers, vanished without a trace. But the Ransoms knew what had happened. They knew that the ship had sailed off to a better port, a place called the Twilight Zone. Gabatron?